What's up? It's your host, JJ. I just wanted to make a quick request. If you don't already, take some time right now to go follow us on socials on Instagram at G2S Good Talk Pod. Also, we have another page at Goodies and Two Shoes on Twitter at two underscore goodies on TikTok at goodies dot the letter N, the number two dot shoes and also on YouTube at Goodies and Two Shoes. Thanks in advance and I hope you enjoy the show. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low depth, niggas, so we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fake this. But a back to Shout out Snoop, man. Shout out Snoop. Perfectionist, new owner of Death Row Records. What up? From a young G's perspective And before me dig out a bitch I have to find a How my level sound, yo? know she could be earning her man And learning her man And at the same time burning her man Now you know I ain't with that shit, Lieutenant Ain't no pussy good enough to get burned while I'm offended And that's realer than real deal, holy feel And now you hookers and hoes know how I feel Well, if it's good enough to get broke off a proper chunk I take a small piece of some of that funky We back I had a crazy two weeks, but I'm back, yo What up? It's gonna be kind of a condensed day today. No mailbag. We'll do our Super Bowl preview, obviously. Um, huge day in the NBA trade deadline. At the same time with the dope rhyme that I kick, you know, and I know I flow some old funky shit. Happy trade deadline day. <laughs> That's entitled to Pa. Happy deadline day. Yeah, I like that. Ta. What me and my homie Snoop Dogg came to do? It's like this and like that, like this and up. It's like that, like this and like that, and up. It's like this and who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode. Let this whole shit rock, man. Shout out Snoop. Like a old batch of collard greens. It's the capital S O Y S O fresh and double O P D O double G Y D O double G. You see, showing much flex when it's time to wreck a mic, pimping hoes and clocking a grip like my name was Dolomite. Yeah, and it don't quit. I think they in the mood for some motherfucking G shit. So Drake, what up, dog? Gotta give them what they want. What's that, G? We gotta break them off something. Hell yeah, and it's gotta be bumping. City of Compton. So a national attention Mobbing like a motherfucker But I ain't lynching Dropping the funky shit That's making a sucker niggas mumble When I move the mic It's like a cookie They all crumble Try to get close And your ass will get smacked My motherfucking homie Doggy dog has got my back Never let me slip Cause if I slip Then I'm slipping But if I got my Nina Then you know I'm straight tripping And I'ma continue to put the rap down Put the Mac down And if your bitches talk shit I have to put the smack down Yeah And you don't stop I told you I'm just like a clock When I tick and I what up, what up, man? Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back. If you're new, thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. This is the G2S Entertainment Good Talk Podcast. I am your host, JJ. If you don't already, follow us on socials at G2S Good Talk Pod. 
um, on Instagram, at the G2S Network on YouTube, all of that good stuff. Um, not putting the video up today. Had a, a, a mishap. Actually, I won't even necessarily say a mishap. I just, uh, I was on roll. I was on roll and I forgot my camera. Uh, with with uh, with Carter. So you know, it is what it is. We we about to get that back rolling. Um, wasn't here last week. I just felt like I wasn't gonna be able to give y'all a good podcast. I had a you know, like I said earlier, I had a lot going on. So here we are. We're back. All of that being said, we're back. Um, again, this will be kind of a condensed a condensed podcast. We won't we won't uh dive fully into everything. I'll just kind of give you guys a lot of uh, surface level stuff um, and we'll move on. And then as as the weeks go continue to go forward, that's kind of when we'll, we'll fully rent back up. But we will have our Super Bowl preview today, um, as well as a couple of trades that have happened in the NBA up until this point. Again, it is deadline day. So this will be a huge day for the NBA um, and, and seeing, you know, what what teams will be able to gain an advantage at the deadline So we'll, we'll take a look at that What potential moves we could see happening um, And also later on A bit later on in the show We're going to dive into James Harden And the Brooklyn Nets And, and how that relationship has kind of gone uh, gone sour I guess you could say um, But yeah man So, so we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it um, So we'll, we'll go through our scores This is how we'll go today We'll go through our scores um, we'll take a look at the game of the week that we have for this upcoming week. It won't be the Super Bowl just because we do have the Super Bowl preview um, segment of the show today. Um, but we'll go through our game of the week. We'll go through a sports news. We have two weeks to catch up on news. Um, some of the stuff that isn't necessarily uh, relevant, not necessarily relevant, but some of the stuff that is kind of old news, we'll just skim over that and move on to you know the more recent news. Um, and then again, we'll we'll take a look at you know our stories as far as James Harden, our Super Bowl preview, and then we'll get out of here. No mailbag today. No best thing I saw this week. None of that. Again, just trying to get back into the feel of it. Trying to get back into our rhythm. So that's where we're at with it right now. So let's go ahead and jump into it with our scores of the week. All right, here we go. Um, the Toronto Raptors defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder for their seventh consecutive win. Pascal Siakam with 27, 16, and 5, 13, and 17 from the field. Um, shout out to the Eastern Conference player of the week, Pascal Siakam. Yeah, I'm back on my, I, I, I'm about to be popping my Raptors shit soon. I'm going to just go ahead and let y'all know we are about to dive fully into the NBA on this podcast, and y'all know how I get when it comes to that. But yeah, I'm, I'm back on my Raptor shit Because I let y'all, like I say I let y'all for the first 45 to 50 games Whatever may have you I let y'all have it, you know We talked about the, the big teams The Lakers, the Nets Teams like that, Golden State But now I'm about to be on my Raptor shit heavy I'm going to just go ahead and let y'all know So just go ahead and be watching out for that Because that's how I'm feeling um, Just to get back into more of the stats From that game 15, 10, and 2 from OG Ananobi on 50% shooting Fred Van Vliet also added 21 points um, Gary Trent with 16 Scotty Barnes with 17 uh, For the Thunder Luke Doit 15-4-4 uh, for him on 4-14 Shooting poor shooting night for him 2-9 from the 3 point line um, Who else? Giddy 
13-9-6, the rookie. Uh, and that's really about it. They had no no real other production from anybody else other than those two guys. Um, the win moves Toronto into the sixth seed, currently four and a half games out of the lead in the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference is all bunched up, man. All bunched up. Half game back for the Bucks at number two. One game back for the Bulls. One game back for the Cavs. Sixers at two and a half games back. And then the Raptors actually at four games back. Um, with Miami sitting atop of the Eastern Conference right now. So things are things are going to heat up. Things are going to heat up. And we're here for that. We are here for that. Um, let's move on. The Golden State Warriors get blown out by the Utah Jazz. Um, in Salt Lake City, Jordan Poole with 18 points. Curry with 16, Andrew Wiggins with 13. Nothing really crazy. I mean, I, I, I can't really remember the last time I've seen Golden State, you know, not eclipse at least 95 to 100 points. So this is something new for me personally. Um, so, I, I, I mean, I guess maybe it was just an off night for them. They they are, you know, they, they've earned that. They're, they've earned enough or they've done enough to earn, you know, an off night here and there. So I do believe that this is what we saw last night was just simply an off night for the Golden State Warriors. On the other hand, for the Utah Jazz, big win, 14-10-8 for Donovan Mitchell, 23-6 um, for Bogdanovich, and then Mike Conley added 13 points as well, 13 points for Jordan Clarkson off the bench. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what I have on that. Again, 111-85 was the final there. Uh, let's see. The Chicago Bulls defeat the Charlotte Hornets. 121 to 109. Zach Levine 27-7 and 5 on 8 of 18 shooting. Kobe White added 15. Huge night from DeMar DeRozan. 36-5 and 4 on 13 of 19 shooting. And then 18 from Vujicic as well. Um, for the Hornets, let's take a look at what they what they were able to do. 22 points from Miles Bridges. 16 from Rozier. 18, or uh, excuse me, <clears throat> 33, 9, and 5 from the um from the mellow ball. Huge night for him. 12 or 25 from the field. Great game. Um and then PJ Walker added five points off the off the bench. I only say I only add PJ Washington, excuse me. Not PJ Walker, PJ Washington. My apologies. I only mention his name because I do feel as though that is a name that you need to look out for. As this deadline continues to 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 get closer, um, I do believe that PJ Washington will be moving teams. I do believe he will be moving cities. If I had to take a guess right now, it would be to the Miami Heat. Um, after we saw you know them, them clear a a roster spot yesterday uh, when they shipped, uh, I, I don't even know one guy KJ something. I don't know his last name. Long story short, he's really irrelevant with all due respect. But they shipped him over. Um, and clear, clear that roster spot Like I said Received a second round pick uh, In return for him So I do believe that the Miami Heat Could potentially be making a push For P.J. Washington Which will add more depth To that, that already deep, deep, deep bench That Miami currently has orchestrated um, Let's see, last but not least <clears throat> The Lakers and the Trailblazers 105 to 107 as the Lakers fall to a tanking Portland Trailblazers team. I mean, really just embarrassing for the LA Lakers. I, I mean, we're gonna have to see them make something shake. We're gonna have to make the, see them make something shake because this just isn't it. This isn't it. 
41, 41 minutes for Anthony Davis, 17, 7, and 6 was his final stat line on 8 of 11 shooting. Relatively efficient night, actually extremely efficient night for him. 37 and 7 for LeBron James on 13 and 22 shooting. And then other than that, I mean, that's all you get. That's all you get is from the top two guys. 11 points from Stanley Johnson off the bench. Not bad. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, 14, 3 and 7 off the bench on 5 of 8 shooting. So you have that as well. But then if you just look at the rest of the starting lineup, 6 points for Avery Bradley, 7 points for Malik Monk, and 6 points for Trevor Ariza. That is not winning basketball, and that's why we saw the Los Angeles Lakers get clipped last night. Um, and they're currently nine in the West. They're currently nine in the West. And look, listen, I know a lot of y'all won't want to hear this, or a lot of y'all may think, you know, I'm overreacting, whatever may have you, but it's very possible, it's extremely possible that the Los Angeles Lakers don't even make the playoffs. And if they should make the playoffs, should they make it to the play playing game and win that game, or win that, yeah, win that game, whatever may have you, and advance to the first round, I think the Los Angeles Lakers could be getting bounced in the first round if we don't see something drastic happen within the next three to four hours um, as it pertains to the deadline. Because this, that, that, that you know, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to work. It's not going to work. Y'all know how I feel about Westbrook. I'm a huge Westbrook fan. Um, but he obviously just right now just does not have what it takes to be competing on a championship level team. And I think that's what the Los Angeles Lakers are trying to become, obviously, as is any team in the NBA um, a championship level team I don't think at this very moment he has what it takes specifically to be a part of the Los Angeles Lakers um, and it's extremely unfortunate I mean it's sad it's sad for me y'all know how I feel about my guy Russ but at this very moment he just does not have it bro he just not does not have it um, he Now don't get me wrong He's not the only problem With the Los Angeles Lakers He's not And a lot of people Will try and tell you Or a lot of people Will try and paint this narrative That he is That everything is happening Because of Russ That is not the case This team is just not Orchestrated properly In my opinion But Russell Westbrook Does play a big part in that The Los Angeles Lakers Unfortunately do have to Ship Russell Westbrook off And hopefully they'll be able To surround Anthony Davis And LeBron James With some shooters Perimeter scores. You know, that, that'll be able to shoot the basketball at an efficient clip. And maybe the Lakers, the Lakers can gain some momentum going into the playoffs. Um, you know, and, and make a run, make a push after all-star break. But right now, this isn't going to cut it. I'll just be honest with you. This isn't going to cut it. This isn't going to get it done. And I know if you saw LeBron James last night, that nigga was stressing bad. Stressing bad. Um... Then he came out with a quote. Let me see if I can find this quote real quick. Let me see. One second. My apologies. Here we go. I don't want to be, or excuse me, I don't want to be another accomplished player who just just so happened to play with the Lakers. I wanted to be Lakers NBA champion LeBron James. If you don't have that same mentality, if you don't want to win here for this franchise, for these fans, I don't want you here. I don't care what you've accomplished. Do it as a Laker. So that, I mean, you know, that, that that's as obvious and clear as you can get that LeBron James is frustrated and there will be changes to be had within the next couple of hours. So make sure you're tuned into that because somebody is getting shipped. I don't know who it's going to be. Somebody's ass is grass. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Somebody is gone. So we'll just have to take a look and see. The wait and see type deal. 
Um, I do not think that it'll be Russell Westbrook. I think that Russell Westbrook will, you know, I think he'll be a Los Angeles Laker for the duration of this season. Um, but I don't know how that relationship is going to be. The relationship between Russell Westbrook and Frank Vogel is already, you know, kind of rocky after we heard the comments that Russell Westbrook made um, after the loss against the Milwaukee Bucks two nights ago. Um, when, when, you know, he had a comment about not being able to be on the court or whatever may have you uh, for the last last part of the game. Um, so we already know that the relationship right now there isn't quite the best. Um, and then when you add this statement in from LeBron James uh, and then the, the lack of accountability that Russell Westbrook has shown um, pretty much for the duration of this season, dating all the way back to the preseason, you know, um, it, it, it just seems it just seems very rough. It just seems very rough. I do not believe again. I do not believe the Los Angeles Lakers are a threat to do anything. I think the Los Angeles Lakers really will be bouncing in the first round if they don't make a splash today. If they don't make a splash today, I think the Los Angeles Lakers will be bouncing in the first round, and that'll be the, the second time in as many years that LeBron James is eliminated in the first round of the NBA playoffs. That is something that we are not used to seeing. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll just have to take a look. But those were our scores. I know I went on a bit of a rant there, but those are our scores from last night. Um, so we're going to go ahead and move on to our game of the week. Our game of the week this week comes actually tonight. Tonight on TNT at 10 p.m. Milwaukee and, and, and Phoenix um, got obviously the number one team in the league in Phoenix. Um, squaring off against the defending champions in the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Milwaukee Bucks right now are sitting at 35 and 21 as the Phoenix Suns are sitting at 44 and 10. So I do predict that this will be a phenomenal game. This is the best NBA matchup that we have um, as it pertains to this week. So that is our, our game of the week, the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. The Suns are at home. Again, that is tonight at 10 p.m., I have the Phoenix Suns winning that game by 10. Um, but but it'll be a good game. I think that 10 is 10 is very uh, – I only say 10 just because that's how much I believe in the Phoenix Suns at this very moment. But I can see this game obviously being a lot closer than 10 points. I really can. I really can. I think that, that 10 points – could potentially be seen as a stretch. I wouldn't be mad at that if you, you know, if you felt that that was a stretch and you think that was exaggerated or whatever may have you. Um, but I do have the Suns winning this game by 10 points. Um, and we'll see how it plays out. But again, that is tonight. That game is tonight on TNT at 10 p.m. Milwaukee Bucks versus the Phoenix Suns out in Arizona. So that is our game of the week. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to our sports news. Again, kind of bear with me here. Uh, it's been two weeks, so some of this stuff will be be old news. Some of this stuff will be, you know, relatively recent. Um, but let's just take a look. So first, let's go ahead and get through um, this year's all-star three-point contest contenders. Um, and then we'll, we'll take a look at the dunk contest as well. And then we'll dive into, you know, head coach hirings in the NFL, um, trades in the NBA, Things of that nature. So let's let's go ahead and get started. So for our all-star three-point contest this year, Zach Levine, Desmond Bain, Fred Van Vliet, CJ McCollum, Trey Young, 
Carl Anthony Towns, Luke Kennard, and Patty Mills. Give me Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> Y'all already know how I'm rocking. Bet on yourself, all of that. You know the vibes, man. Toronto, six side, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, yep. 2022 NBA Slam Dunk Contest. Um, Obi Toppin, Jalen Green, Juan Toscano Anderson, and Cole Anthony. Um, give me Obi just because I feel like, you know, it, it's kind of understood right now that Obi is the best young dunker in the game. Actually, I don't know. I'm not going to disrespect John Morant like that. I'm not going to disrespect John Morant like that. But John Morant isn't listed on this list. So, for that matter, for that reason, um, give me Obi. I think Obi will win the dunk contest. So, we'll see. It'll be something that's very extremely interesting to watch, in my opinion. Um, so, just a bit of older news. Um, as we all know, Tom Brady does officially retire from the NFL at the 22 season. So, a round of applause for that. Historic career. Again, he played 22 seasons, 15 Pro Bowls, three MVPs, and seven Super Bowls. The GOAT. The GOAT. No matter how you feel about Tom Brady, I'm sure if you dislike him, me and you have, you know, we have similar view, viewpoints on him if you feel that way. Um, because I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan, but I do appreciate and respect what he did and what he has done for the game of football. Um, when you're a seven-time Super Bowl champion, when you've won three MVPs, and when you go on to 15 uh, Pro Bowls, the, the, the Pro Bowls is kind of, you know, that, that kind of doesn't hold as much weight as the other two stats. But when you do that much in your, your career, um, and then you do it for 22 seasons, that you know, you, that's undeniable. It's undeniable that you are the GOAT. And in this in this case, Tom Brady is the GOAT. Tom Brady is the greatest football player, the greatest NFL quarterback that we have ever seen. So again, round of applause for him as he calls his career. Uh, let's see what else we have. Um, try and get through this relatively quick. Brian, the ball has been hired as the New York Giants um, head coach. Try and stay on the football side of things for the time being. Raiders hired Josh McDaniels, at, McDaniels as their new head coach, um, former New England Patriots offensive coordinator. We know the story on him. Um, the Washington football team is not a Washington commander. That was something that came out, I believe, last week as well. Uh, you know, whatever. The Washington football team, Washington commanders, whatever the hell you want to call them, they have a lot more things to worry about, in my opinion, within their organization than what their team name is. I'll just be transparent with you all. Um, because Dan Snyder, <laughs> he's just a sick man. He's just a sick old man that thinks he can do whatever the hell he wants. You know, he came out this week and announced that he was going to be hiring, you know, some legal team or something like that, some team of investigators to investigate the team and the misconduct that, that the team has been accused of. But in all reality, Dan Snyder is the one that has been accused of all of these, you know, all of these, uh, these ill doing, so to speak. So I'm not quite sure how you can hire an investigation team on yourself. I think that that's delusional. I think that Dan Snyder is trying to get in front of the bullet because I think that Dan Snyder knows that he was on fuck shit. And I think that Dan Snyder knows that his time as an NFL owner is coming to a, coming to a close. It is. Time as an NFL owner is coming to a close, and it should. It should. Um, let's take a look. Uh, the Rams offensive coordinator, Kevin O'Connell, will be the next head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. The Jaguars hired Doug Peterson as their new head coach. 
Um, then former New Orleans Saints defensive coordinator Dennis Allen has been hired as the next head coach of the New Orleans Saints. We all know the story about Sean Payton and how um, he announced that he would depart from the New Orleans Saints probably about two weeks ago. Uh, so that's what I have on my coaching signings. Let's take a look at the deals, the trade deals that have happened um, in the NBA. Or before we get there, um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this just because I do feel like it's old news. But I just want y'all to be aware that this shit is about to be this. This is about to be huge. This is about to be huge. I just want y'all to know that I don't know how the NFL will look going forward after, you know, what's going to come out as it pertains to this lawsuit. But this 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 is gonna be this is gonna be huge. Uh, Brian Flores is suing um, the NFL to to back his case at this very moment. He alleges Miami owner Stephen Ross offered to pay him a hundred thousand dollars for each loss. Um, the owner as well pressured him to tamper. Text from Bill Belichick that showed. You know that that uh, the New York Giants already had their guy before Brian Flores even had an opportunity to interview for the job. I mean, it's just a lot, man. It's a lot to digest in that Brian Flores lawsuit. If you haven't already take, taken a look at it, I would suggest highly that you take a look into that because I'm, I'm telling y'all, shit is about to get real. If it doesn't get real for anybody else, it's going to get real for the Miami Dolphins. But I do believe that this is a, a NFL thing. Because it was on record where somebody, an uh, uh, anonymous source was on record um, saying that there were at least four or five other coaches that would come out and back Brian Flores as he as he uh, takes this takes this lawsuit in the court or whatever may have you against the NFL. So there are other people already ready standing by um, Brian Flores and, and, and ready to tell their story as well. So. I mean, really, round of applause for Brian Flores for taking a stand because, you know, we had this conversation not too long ago when I told you guys, you know, that, that I felt as though black coaches had to do a lot more than, than white coaches in the NFL. And I, I was just as blatant and as blunt as that um, because that's the facts. That's the facts. And I said that on the heels of um, Dave Cully being fired from the Houston Texans organization. I did. So, I mean... You know, again, another round of applause for Brian Flores for standing up. He knows what he he know he knows what this entails. This this to me, um, I mean, Brian Flores knows that there's a very 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 slim possibility that he'll ever be a coach in the NFL ever again. You know, but Brian Flores right now is Black Jesus. I'll just be honest with y'all. I'll just be honest with y'all. Brian Flores is Black Jesus in the NFL right now. Sacrificing himself because he know he knows for the most part he's never getting a job in the NFL right now, but he is a guy or seems to be a guy of high character and high morals, um, and so that's where this lawsuit kind of has stemmed from, uh, and so that's that's where we're at with it right now. I can't wait to see everything that comes out of this because I believe it's going to get messy, um, but it's going to tell us a lot about the NFL. A lot of things that we already knew, some of us already knew, and a lot of a lot of things that some of us didn't know, um, or a lot of things in general that all of us didn't know. But it's going to be some shit. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. It's going to be some shit, uh, and it, it's going to get messy. It is. It is. That's where I'm at with it right now. Um, 
So two weeks ago, Joe Ingles suffered a torn ACL. We'll move on to the NBA now. Two weeks ago, Joe Ingles suffered a torn ACL. Um, and then I want to say yesterday, the Jazz traded Joe Ingles to the Blazers for Nikolai Alexander-Walker um, and a couple others. But those were the two names that highlighted that deal. Um, so Joe, Ling- Joe Ingles, excuse me, is no longer a Utah Jazz Um he gets shipped off to the Portland Trailblazers, and we know what the deal is with them at this very moment. Uh, let's see. This is another older trade, um, a trade that happened last week that obviously we couldn't get to because we weren't here. Um, the Clippers received Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Um, in return, the Portland Trailblazers received, received excuse me, Eric Bledsoe, Justin Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a second round pick. So that was a, that was a huge deal. It kind of got our our trade deadline week started, I guess you could say. Um, Norman Powell and Robert Covington going to the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, and then the, the Cleveland Cavaliers acquired Chris Levert in a trade. Uh, excuse me, Carreras Levert, however you pronounce his name. It's a, I know him by his last name, Levert, a bucket. Long story short, um, they received him. Uh, the Pacers received Ricky Rubio, a 2022 lottery-protected first-round and two second round picks. Um, so yeah, another huge deal. The Cleveland Cavaliers think they have, you know, what it takes to make a push in the East. And I can't do anything but respect it, honestly. I can't do anything but respect it. I believe the Cleveland Cavaliers right now are uh the number five seed in the NBA or in the Eastern Conference final. Let me see. Actually, number four, sitting at 34 and 21. They've won three straight. Um, sitting at number four in the conference. So they believe that they have what it takes. And they're gearing up to make a push for that. So I can't do anything but respect that from the, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Happy for them. Happy that they got one of their guys um, that they that they want to proceed with going forward in this in this season. Uh, let's see. Kind of speed up here a little bit. This was a blockbuster deal, I guess you could say. Uh, the Pelicans acquire CJ McCollum, Larry Nance, and Tony Snell. In return, the Blazers received Josh Hart. Nikolai Alexander Walker, uh, Diddy Lorenzo or Lozado, some shit irrelevant. Uh, one first round pick and two second round picks. Um, so that was the full details on that deal. You know, CJ McCullum, we know that he he's been partners in crime with Damian Lillard pretty much for the duration of his career. Um or, or for the entirety of his career, excuse me. Now he goes over to the New Orleans Pelicans. The young core that the New, Orleans, the New Orleans Pelicans has is phenomenal. The thing about it is they're not contenders right now. The best that they can potentially do this year, I would imagine, is get into a playing game. But without Zion Williamson on the court, you know, without him, with, with him being in constant limbo, um, that's one thing that we haven't necessarily gotten a chance to talk about. But Zion Williamson with the New Orleans Pelicans, it just seems like it's it just seems as though it's a a match that is not going to work going forward. That's that's how I see it. Um, but long story short, New Orleans Pelicans New Orleans Pelicans do receive CJ McCollum in that deal. So now you got you know him, uh, Brandon Ingram, and Zion Williamson. Whenever Zion Williamson decides that he wants to come back and play basketball, uh, but we'll see. I mean, this doesn't really change the scope. Or the dynamic of the NBA, uh, and if anything, I just think that it pushes Damian Lillard further out of the door in Portland. And if it doesn't, 
Then we have to, I mean, we just have to look at Damian Lillard a certain way because at some point, you know, I understand the loyalty. I get that, whatever may have you. But, you know, either you're a winner or you're not. Either you're a winner or you're not. Damian Lillard has been in Portland for, what, eight, nine, ten years now. He's won nothing, uh, accomplished nothing with C.J. McCollum. Them acquiring Josh Hart and and Nikolai Alexander-Walker, it doesn't make this team better. It doesn't make this team better. You know, I know they got Joe Ingles or whatever may have you, but this team doesn't get better from that. They don't. I think that Damian Lillard should leave. I do. And if if I'm being transparent with you, if I'm the L.A. Lakers, I'm trying to make a blockbuster deal to get Damian Lillard before, you know, the the 2 p.m. deadline or whatever may have you um, today. I am. I am. I'm trying to go get Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers if I'm the Los Angeles Lakers. Do I believe that'll happen? No. I don't, um, but I think that that's really the only thing that it can save, uh, the only realistic thing that could save the Los Angeles Lakers season is attempting to go get Damian Lillard. So, you know, I I, I don't know, bro. I, it's disgusting, really, that the, the talent that Damian Lillard has seems to be wasted every single season. Um, because you know they 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 never really are in a position to compete for a title. Never really in a position to compete for for anything more than you know just advancing to the second round. So it's 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 tough, but you know, I guess that's the the bed that the Portland Trailblazers have made, unfortunately. But for Damian Lillard, I'll just pray to God that he leaves. I hope that Damian Lillard gets far far out of Portland ASAP. I do. Um, and then last but not least, this was a trade that really shocked a lot of people. Uh, and I really personally don't know what the hell the Sacramento Kings were thinking about when they made this deal. Uh, I really don't. But the Sacramento Kings traded Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Hill, and Tristan Thompson to the Indiana Pacers um, as the Kings received in return the modest, the bonus, Jeremy Lamb and Justin Holiday. I don't know why you make that deal. I really don't. I don't know why you get rid of Tyrese uh, Halliburton. It's just a dumbass deal. Just a dumbass deal. Not much really more to say on that. Just a dumbass deal on the Sacramento Kings part. They claim that they mo- they want to make a push after taking Harrison Barnes' name off of the trading block. They claim that they want to make a push for that playing game. But in my opinion, if you wanted to make that push, you would have kept Halliburton on your team. It's just as simple as that. They move on from him. They still claim that they're trying to make a push or whatever may have you. But I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't know what, what the GM for the Sacramento Kings was thinking about, you know, ownership, whatever. I think that this was a horrible deal. I think the Sacramento Kings lost this deal. I really do. I really do. So that is what I have for our sports news this week. Um. Yeah, that's what I have for our sports news this week. Uh, so let's go ahead and head over to our goodie of the week. Our goodie of the week this week. First and foremost, round of applause for Benny the Butcher and Griselda get their first ever Billboard single. Um. So that's what I'm gonna play. Cause y'all know how I feel about Griselda. Y'all know how I'm rocking with Benny. Uh, this is Johnny P's Caddy by Benny the Butcher featuring. J. Cole.
say the butcher coming, nigga. You know this shit don't feel as good as it look. I'ma keep it real with you. I'm straight though. The street shit made me what I am today, niggas. Not This ain't my story about rags to riches, more about how I mastered physics. In a game, I used to train like Rocky, catching chickens. I was nice, but they was right when they told me that rapper business. I had 10 bands in my stash when I passed over half a million. Come easy, no good, don't be surprised I'll last these niggas. It's like they put out a smash, then they gone in a flash, admit it. And then they make tracks and distance like that's gonna add up the digits. They showing fake racks and pictures like that's gonna attract the pictures. That was really me, nigga. I ain't have to act and conflict it. Only difference is I'm living, and I would've whacked one of them niggas who knew that after drug dealing, I still be casual, spending mil plus annual income. So here's my manual, then some. And this Eastside shit stealing me, my ability to turn words to imagery. Probably the reason they gon' remember me. Figure we walk this tightrope with a feline's agility. The streets did so much shit to me, I could never. Civilly. I can never leave a scene without checking my mirrors visually <laughs> Come with that energy cause some shit gon' always stick with me They wanna know what I brought to Griselda I, I say validity They asking what work that niggas put in I'm I like, say, what didn't we? Problems, then I correct through the obstacles I progress Illogical for them to feel they responsible for our success Besides Kanye West, tell me who else I gotta respect Cause I'm kinda perplexed, it's about time that I got my respect It's the butcher, nigga <laughs> Let's go about time that I got my respect, it's the butcher, nigga. Yeah. Cold fucking world. Griselda shit, you know what I mean? Griselda, Griselda, Griselda. You know what it is, nigga. When I show up. On the night I was born, the rain was pouring, God was crying, lightning struck, power out, his sparks was flying, the real ones here, the young boy that walked with lions, around the outlines of chalk, where the corpse is lying, of course I'm trying, to revive a sport that's dying, but the guns and the drug bars that y'all are lying, got these nerves thinking that you niggas hard as iron, but that just mean I ain't as comfortable as y'all with lying, stretching the truth, no I never stress in the booth, they feel the pressure me, I feel like I just left them a suit. Effortless, how I'm skating on these records is poop. I put your favorite rapper neck in the noose, never letting them loose. Cold world, the heat of blast to your speaker. He the last of Mohicans, no weakness, last in my sneakers. Nigga want me on the song, he gon' see the wrath of the Reaper. I'm probably gon' go to hell if Jesus asked for a feature. I'm higher than niggas, it don't need a bag full of reefer. Some see the glass is empty, I see a glass full of ether. Collecting his bread and mass like he a Catholic preacher. Just to count a nigga cash, you might need a calculus teacher. Eureka, Einstein on the brink of the theory of relativity. Really, no MC equal. Feel me, coping be lethal. Crip like an old MTV show. Uh, on God, the best rapper alive. Headshot, not going ass. The best rappers that died. They tell you he never lied, nigga. Yeah. talk. fucking Again, that was Johnny P's Caddy by Benny the Butcher featuring Jermaine Cole. Um, that was a lead single off of the new project, Tenor Talk 4, coming. When Benny the Butcher, I think he said on the 22nd, I believe, was the date that he gave for that. So make sure you tune in. Make sure you tune in, man. Griselda, you know the vibes. You know the vibes, bro. Um, so here we go. Let's move on. 
Um, and this is kind of, this, this is, I won't necessarily say our closing point, but it is our closing point to a certain degree. We'll get through these next two things. Again, I just want to get back in my rhythm. We'll get through these next two things. Then we'll kind of, you know, we'll, we'll wrap up um, there. But here we go. Uh, James Harden. So, uh, I want to say probably, I think at the beginning of this season, maybe a couple weeks after the season began, you know, I came in here and I told y'all that I felt as though this was the Brooklyn Nets' last opportunity to get a ring with the with the super team or the big three that they orchestrated. I, I recall saying that vividly, actually. Um, y'all can go back and check the receipts. I guarantee you that if you go back, I don't know what episode, but I promise you, if you go back and listen, um, I, I, I made that abundantly clear. I did. And unfortunately, I don't believe that they're, they're, they're even going to get a shot this year. I don't. Because this is the thing. We've been hearing reports all week that James Harden has been trying to force his way out of Brooklyn. You know, that he he's no longer happy with being in Brooklyn. He's no longer happy living there. Doesn't like the situation that he's in on the court, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So this, he, he, this is where I'm at with it. If you're the Brooklyn Nets, this is the thing. Because James Harden has made it abundantly clear that he wants to go to Philadelphia. He has. Everybody knows that he wants to go to Philadelphia. You know, he said it. Uh, Windhorse has said it. Wojnowski has said it. Everybody has said it, right? So we, we know that it's abundantly clear where James Harden wants to go. We know that he's no longer happy in Brooklyn. And to be quite honest with you, I cannot blame him when you're in constant limbo, you know, not knowing if one of your other super your superstar counterparts is going to be available night in and night out. And then you have a Kevin Durant who's injured at this very moment. You're currently seventh in the East. I, like I said, I can't blame him. I do not knock James Harden for, for not wanting to be a part of this Brooklyn Nets team anymore. Um, it's, all, it's all going to hell. It's all going to hell. Again, I told y'all a while ago that this, that this season was the last opportunity for the Brooklyn Nets to win a championship. I did. I did. And again, I do not believe that they're going to get a chance to even compete for that title. I don't. It's unfortunate. It really is. It's unfortunate. But I think it's raps. I do. I think it's raps. Um, unfortunately, we will not see this Brooklyn Nets team reach the level that we that we predicted them to reach when this team first formed. Um, it, 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 it's, it's, it's tough. But that's just the reality of the situation. God honest truth And like I was saying earlier Before I got a little sidetracked If you're the Brooklyn Nets This is the thing You either lose them In, in, in the offseason Coming up this year For for nothing In return Because I can go, I, I, I'm guaranteeing you right now And I'm like Damn near like I'm damn near willing to put my credibility On the line with this statement Like God honest truth That's how strongly I feel about this James Harden, should the Brooklyn Nets keep him on, on the roster and should James Harden complete this season as a Brooklyn Net, I can guarantee you credibility on the line. James Harden will not be a Brooklyn Net after this season. That's a guarantee. So if you're the Brooklyn Nets, you have to sit back and say, hmm, do I want to lose this guy 
for nothing because we know he's not happy here. We know he no longer wants to be a Brooklyn Net. We know that he no longer wants to compete for this organization. So do we, you know, we we let our pride kind of play a part in, in this decision going forward? Or do we do the right thing, the smart thing, the best thing for the organization? And do we decide to go ahead and cut ties with James Harden now? So we can at least get some picks, you know, maybe we, we get guys that are better suited to support Kevin Durant and the talent that he is, whatever may have you. But there's no way that the Brooklyn Nets should settle for allowing James Harden to walk for free. Because I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I guarantee it, that is what's going to happen. If the Brooklyn Nets do not move James Harden within the next couple of hours, he will be walking for free this summer. And the Brooklyn Nets are going to be standing there with their head up their asses trying to figure out where shit went awry. That's what it is. That's what it is. I mean, we see James Harden now, like, as these reports started coming out, whatever may have you, you know, it's something new every night now. He has back tightness. You know, his hamstring is adding up, whatever may have you. We've we seen this with James Harden already, bro. We've seen it. We saw the way he got out of Houston. We did. We saw the way he forced his way out of Houston. I would hate for the Brooklyn Nets to, to, to be the victim of that type of treatment from James Harden because that's what's coming. I just want y'all to know that is what's coming if the Brooklyn Nets do not move on from James Harden. They have to get rid of him. That's the only way that the Brooklyn Nets come out of this thing looking halfway decent is if they move James Harden because he's gone. He is. You know, it, 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 if you feel a certain way about that, if you think that I'm tripping, I just encourage you to do your research. That's it. Go look at how, how much this thing has ramped up. Go look at how vocal, you know, within his circle that James Harden has been about his situation with the Brooklyn Nets. Don't take my word for it. You just go do your research and you tell me what you find because I, I, I personally know what you're going to find. He does not want to be a Brooklyn Net. And if the Nets, again, want to come out of this thing looking halfway decent, they must move James Harden right now. Because if they don't, they fuck themselves. And that's as plain as I can put it. If they don't move James Harden, they fuck themselves. And it's unfortunate because, um, you know, I, I, I don't know what, what the future holds for Kyrie Irving. I don't. And, and to be quite honest, this is how I'll end this thing off. Um, to be quite honest with you, this is just me personally. I'm not sure if Kevin Durant ever wins another ring. Unless he goes back to Golden State. I mean, you know, he 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 kind of has a history of of doing some 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 bullshit. So unless he goes back to Golden State, which I don't foresee happening unless Draymond Green is no longer on that team. But Unless he goes back to Golden State, I don't I don't foresee Kevin Durant winning another ring. 
And if that's the case, then we have to take another look at Kevin Durant's legacy and what we believe Kevin Durant to be. It's just as simple as that. Brooklyn Nets. If you're listening, get rid of James Harden while you can, while you can receive value for him. Trade him now. Because if you don't, you're fucked. It's that simple. So let's move on. Um, <clears throat> this, this We'll wrap up here with our Super Bowl preview. Um, obviously, we didn't go over the, the championship games. I just thought that it was honestly a, a, a no point. We all know LA made it. Cincinnati made it. Um, so that's what we're at right now. Rams versus Bengals, Super Bowl 56. Uh, this is going to be a good matchup. This is going to be a good matchup. I saw a fun fact yesterday that each offense for each team has scored, will score the same exact amount of points in the regular season. I believe it was 460. Uh, I think that's where they were. Let me take a look real quick and see if I can find that thing. Let me see. Yeah, 460. 460. Each offense scored 460 points in the regular season. Um, so that was pretty pretty cool, uh, you know, uh, a cool fun fact, I guess, um, about the two teams. Um, but let's take a look <clears throat> a, a bit deeper. And I, I, I don't think that you have to really search any further, really, than the, the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. You don't. Um I'll go ahead and tell y'all right now I have the Los Angeles Rams winning this football game. I really, really do hope I am going to be cheering for the Los Angeles Rams first and foremost because I do want Odell Beckham Jr. to win a Super Bowl. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I think that it will just really just be poetic justice to a certain degree. Um, so I am going for the Los Angeles Rams. But with that being said, I still I, I, I do feel as though the Los Angeles Rams have the advantage pretty much in every aspect of the game. Really, with the exception of uh, of of uh, of quarterback, it's really one of those things where you can you know it's 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 one of those things where you can if you are a fan of Joe Burrow, you can make a, a argument that Joe Burrow is better than Stafford. If you're a fan of Matthew Stafford, then you can make an argument that he's better than Joe Burrow, or that Matthew Stafford has been doing it at a much longer. Uh, uh, for a much longer time, much longer duration of time. But this is the thing. The Cincinnati Bengals, to me, I'll just be honest, they really just have no shot. They don't. We saw Matthew Ste- or we saw Joe Burrow, I want to say two or three weeks ago, get sacked nine times by a team that doesn't even come close or by a defensive line that doesn't even come close to what the Los Angeles Rams have with Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald, and Von Miller. So right there, I think that the Los Angeles Rams have a huge advantage in that respect. Um, Wide receiver core, if we want to break it down this way, wide receiver core, um, it's really a pick them if you want, you know, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, those guys, or if you want... Odell Beckham Jr., Robert, uh, excuse me, Cooper Cup, and Van Jefferson. It's really a pick 'em. 
Um, we know we know what Cooper Cup is. We know the Cincinnati Bengals secondary at times can be extremely pedestrian. Uh, and I, I don't know, bro. I'll just be honest with you. I do feel as though we're in for a good game. I really do. I really feel as though we're in for a good game. But I just think that the Rams have a clear advantage. I'll just be honest with you. I think that the, the Los Angeles Rams have a clear advantage. I think the Los Angeles Rams will win this football game with ease. Now, I, again, I do, be, I do believe that it's going to be a good game. I think that we'll see a lot of points scored in this contest. I think that it'll be great for ratings. Unfortunately, I feel as though the Cincinnati Bengals will come up just short. But in that same breath, I feel as though a lot of people, including myself, throughout these playoffs have doubted Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were able, you know, to win this football game. I just think that that's very far-fetched. That's just me personally. I do. I think it's very far-fetched. I think that the Los Angeles Rams are going to come out offensively and punch the Cincinnati Bengals defense in the mouth. I don't think that the Cincinnati Bengals will know or have what it takes to respond to that. And then I think that the, the Los Angeles Rams are just going to get after Matthews or get after Joe Burrow for the duration of the night. I do. I think Sean McVay um, is going to execute. I think he's going to have a game plan to simply get after Joe Burrow as much as possible. Because the goal at this point, in my opinion, is to get the football out of Joe, Joe Burrow's hands as quick as possible. And then with the injury to C.J. Uzma, the Bengals are down again, you know, at another disadvantage with not having their guys at full strength. So I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things where it's almost too easy for me to say that the Los Angeles Rams are going to win this football game. It's damn near like a trap. But I do genuinely and thoroughly believe that the Los Angeles Rams will win this football game. I do. I have the Rams winning this game by seven points. So... I mean, really, that's all I have. Like, transparently, that's all I have for the Super Bowl. It's not really much for us to talk about um, at this point. Now it's just who wants it more and who's tougher. That's it. Breaking news just came in. Um... The Kings are acquiring Milwaukee's Dante DiVincenzo in a four-team trade. Uh, Marvin Bagley is going to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, let's see if I can get any more information for you guys. Oh, wow. In that deal as well, the Bucks received Serge Ibaka. My goodness. Oh. That's, oh. Mm. Damn. Yup, here it is. Adrian Wojnarowski. The Bucks are acquiring the Clippers Serge Ibaka in the deal. My goodness. Hey, that's 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 trouble. That's trouble. <laughs> that's trouble, yo. That 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 that's the uh, that doesn't bode well for a lot of teams. Honestly, that never mind. I'm not going to jump off like that. I'm going to wait until next week. I'm going to wait until next week. But that could potentially change my outlook on the on the NBA season as a whole, really. God honest truth. I'll leave it at that for right now. 
But that deal is that deal is huge. That's a huge, huge deal. Again, breaking news, four-team trade. The Kings trade Marvin Bagley to the Pistons. Um, yeah, the Kings trade Marvin Bagley to the, uh, to the Pistons. Dante DiVincenzo goes to Sacramento. And Serge Ibaka goes to Milwaukee. I mean, my God. Yeah, that's different. That's different. That's, that, that's, uh, that's huge, bro. That's huge for the defending champions. It, I see what they're doing. <laughs> they're gearing up to go back to back, bro. They're gearing up to go back to back. And right now with the roster that they have, I'm not 100% sure that they won't do it. That's a huge deal. That's a major deal. Um, but let's let's wrap up. I'm sorry I got distracted. That's crazy though. That that's a that's a big big deal. Um, but just going back to the Super Bowl, I do apologize that I, that I got kind of distracted a bit. Um, again, not really much more to say. Honestly, I think the Rams win it. I think the Rams win it relatively easy. I think we're in for a great game. Um, and honestly, I'll be happy either way. I mean, if, if the Cincinnati Bengals win, I'm happy for Joe Burrow. I, I, I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. He's, he's made me a fan this season, specifically this postseason. So I, I, I do hope that Joe Burrow has success. Um, so in that regard, if the, if the Cincinnati Bengals are able to pull it out, I would not be, I would not be mad at that at all. And then for the Los Angeles Rams, as stated earlier, I want to see Odell Beckham Jr. win a title. I want to see Sean McVay win a title. Um, so, you know, yeah, that that is what it is. Um, and, yeah, that's all. That's really all I have on the Super Bowl. Um, I got to I have to wrap this up because I got to tune in to the NBA trade deadline. I know that this is about to be a crazy day. I really do. The, the trade deadline is today. At 3 p.m., if you are not aware, the trade deadline is today at 3 p.m. Um, again, Serge Ibaka is headed to the Milwaukee Bucks. Breaking news, Serge Ibaka is headed to the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, and it also is being rumored right now that the Toronto Raptors are in talks with the Dallas Mavericks to acquire... Um, to acquire Kristaps Porzingis. As a Toronto Raptors fan, I do not like that deal. I do not want Kristaps Porzingis on my team. I would prefer us to go in the direction that we were headed in originally with going either Robert Williams or Miles Turner. Um, I don't like a Kristaps Porzingis deal. I think that we already have too many guys that are built like Kristaps Porzingis for us to go get uh, or or for us to go acquire a Kristaps Porzingis in a, in a trade unless we're doing something simple like giving up Goran Dragic. Um, and actually, no, that's not going to be the case either because breaking news, the Raptors acquired Thaddeus Young from the Spurs for Goran Dragic. So Goran Dragic has been moved um, to San Antonio and returned for Thaddeus Young to the Toronto Raptors. Um, so that that, that deal, I, I, I'm ready to see how that'll play out. That is something that we, I guess that we needed. I guess maybe, but... That's not the direction I thought that we were going to go. But, you know, I, I, I've done enough questioning of, of Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster for, for a lifetime, and they've continued to prove me wrong 
year in and year out. So I'm just going to trust the process. If that's what they feel, you know, is going to get us over the hump, and that's what it's going to be. Uh, but, yeah, man, that's pretty much a wrap. Uh, again, we we're didn't, you know, it's not a full pa- podcast, excuse me. It's kind of... Uh, Kind of shortened up Kind of condensed Whatever may have you um, Like I said I just wanted to get back in a Just get back in a rhythm uh, Get back Get my feeling back But we will We will be back next week With a full podcast Again It is Super Bowl week It is trade deadline day Um Huge sports, huge sports week in general. Give me the Rams. I got the Rams by seven. Huge day in the NBA trade deadline. Already had a couple, you know, trades break on the podcast live. Um, so yeah, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Again, we'll be back in full next week with our, you know, game of the week. Ass out award Best thing I saw Mailbag All of that stuff This week not so much Just had to get the feel back You know Just had to get some of the information out For you guys So I hope you enjoyed the show Episode 28 Of the uh, the G2S Entertainment Good Talk Podcast I am your host JJ as always Thank you for tuning in If you haven't already Subscribe to the YouTube channel At the G2S Network G2S the lifestyle G2S the way G2S the motherfucking movement You know the vibrations I'm out Peace I can get lost I got 26 rules in my goddamn house I got 26 rules And an 18 in the house I got 26 rules Bitch on flies a hawk Shawty want me to come play right now. Yeah. Shawty want me to come play like daddy. Take over the house. Yeah. Shawty want me to come pick up, up, beat the whole down. Yeah. Shawty don't want me to bypass the spot. She want me to lay. Yeah. Shout out to Snoop too. Again, I don't know if y'all heard me earlier, but Snoop Dogg did acquire Death Row Records. That's big news, man. Big news. Another black CEO. You know the vibes, man. Uncle Snoop. Catch y'all next week. Appreciate y'all tuning in. We all pitch. Key. Well, well, somebody gonna die that day. Somebody gonna die that day. Somebody gonna die that day. Todd. Somebody gonna die. Somebody.